Hola, borrachos y borrachas. Welcome to another episode of Borrachics Radio. How's everyone doing? I'm really glad to be back this week. I know last week I didn't upload any episodes and or any episode just for the fact that I needed a little breather. My editor needed a little breather. But now we're back with an awesome, awesome guest. But before I present to you our guest, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes podcast or follow Borrachex Radio on SoundCloud. You guys already know. And also, my code for this week, which falls perfectly with today's theme, is drinking responsibly. You guys already know every single week I can't I can't stress this enough. Please drink responsibly. You guys already know I have a code for you guys on Lyft, which is a taxi service. You can just get the Lyft app, <clears throat> put them and tell them where you're going, and they will charge you automatically to a credit card that is already on the app for you guys. So if you want some money off, don't forget to use the code BORRACHEX, B-O-R-R-A-C-H-X, okay? So that way you guys can get some money off, but still have tons and tons of fun. Okay, so... Um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in into who our guest is, and that is Seams Fuentes. If you guys don't know who she is, she is a local blogger here. She blogs about food, about businesses, but not only does she a blogger, she also is the founder of Mujer RGV, which is this like bomb ass like group of women that go around like to different venues and sing songs and this was just to kind of encourage women empowerment and it has turned into something so much bigger and I'm glad that Seams is here to really help us understand what it is so I'm gonna go ahead and just jump right in and let's bring on Seams. Guys, this is the first episode I'm recording sober, so congrats to me Ooh, and Seams. Sober life, <laughs> one day. Woo. I know, guys. I'm doing this because Seams is sober, and I wasn't yeah. gonna be drinking by myself. I mean, I wouldn't mind. People drink around me all no, the time. No, it's I like. I'm sure, but I was like, I'm not gonna be like. What if I'm like drunk and I'm like, like just by and myself? You're, like, you're yeah. vibing, and I'm over here like, oh yes, of course, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, you can go now. Yeah. I'll get you. I'll get you an Uber. Yeah. I'm like, I'll see you later. <laughs> So how long, so you've been sober. How long have you been sober for? I've been sober for almost four months now. And, yeah. And so how is it like, is, do you still get to do like all the fun stuff, all the parties? Yeah. So that's a thing. I thought that I was just going to have this like super lame life that I wasn't just like going out and doing stuff. Yeah. But honestly, I just go out and I order something that's not alcoholic and then nobody even knows. What, you know, but like do you like now do you look at everybody and like oh my god this is what I look like or no no I feel like because I just like to have a good time mm -hmm. I'm like I like make people want to like I'm like come on let's <laughs> dance like you know like I want to bring that out more in people I'm yeah. like hell yeah dude like I always like I've been I've been sober once or twice. <laughs> I was sober once. <laughs> yeah. And I've like gone out with my friends and they're like get real dumb and I'm just like, oh I'm over you. Like I'm that person that gets really like annoyed. Yeah. So I could I like if I was to, if I was to ever give it up, <laughs> if I was to ever give up this life, I would just be like, I can't go out with you guys. Like yeah. I can't. Well I think I think I've tried to go sober with maybe different people in my life and some people are not 
some people just aren't fun but then i realized that they weren't fun sober or drunk yeah that's and then a thing. and now the people in my life i'm like i love them drunk and i love them sober like they're we're, we're all having fun either way mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i i'm like it kind of depends on like who's around you yeah it stuff. depends because like i said the people that i used to hang out with when when i was sober they were the people that i would just party with like i would only go out with them to mm-hmm. like drink and then I realized I would never hang out with them when we were sober because I obviously didn't like their like company yeah. sober. So I get yeah. it. Sometimes you just have like like hood rat friends, and then you have yeah. like your reg like exactly. Girl, how you feeling? Are you doing okay? Type of yeah. Friends? And I'm I'm different. trying to like surround myself with those people. Like I want your company sober, drunk, like good times, bad times. Like yeah, that's yeah. I feel like as you get older, you you find those. Do you feel like ever since you stopped drinking, you've lost friends? No, no, not at all. I. No, I feel like I lost friends before that. Really? You know what I mean, uh-huh. like, like it was a slow like realization of like we're not headed in the same path, mm-hmm. and maybe like if they were drinking like a whole whole lot, mm-hmm. I had already been like, oh, I'll see you like during, like let's make like lunch dates, and mm-hmm. like they would never make it to the lunch date, so I'd just be like, you know what, maybe my friendship isn't important to you, and like you know, yeah, and then those people, and go. I feel like right now you're surrounded by like a good group of people because you're sure. doing Mohit RGV, yeah, and these girls are, they're so great, and all of them drink too, and it's badass. They come over, they drink here, and chill, like mm-hmm. we, we're chill. So tell me about Mujer RGV. I guess we can get into that before. So Mujer RGV started, I don't know what it's becoming, but (laughs) I know know what it started as. So um, I was jobless and I was like, what the hell am I going to do? I really wanted to sing because I've always wanted to sing and I was like too shy. Mm -hmm. Like my whole family sings. My brother like competed in like choir and like Maybe we can have one of your, like one of your songs on the intro part. Ooh, I only have one song. I've only ever written. We're going to do it. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. It's, uh, it's, oh, I'll tell you about the song right now. Yeah. First, we got our GB. Yeah. So, um, I wasn't sure how to start singing places. So what I did was I just like called out for like a bunch of f- female artists. Cause I was like, that's who I'd be most comfortable like singing by, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, another, someone sings and then I sing and then another girl sings and I feel like that could become something. So I just gathered a group of girls. Some of them I kind of knew, some of them I didn't know at all. And I asked them to do this with me and I had like event, uh, I knew how to throw events from like my previous job. So it just kind of became like, oh, we're going to do a little tour, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got a sponsor. So I was like, oh, badass. We're going to do three three tour, like yeah. three three stops for mm-hmm. our tour. And then it just like slowly turned into like people hiring us for this. Kendra Scott hired us for that. <laughs> and and it just became kind of this like every every month we have a, an event and it's surrounded by like female artists and female entrepreneurs. And that's like the basis of Mujer RGB. Yeah. And so right now you're doing... Your your newest, your your most recent, your soonest, yeah. the soonest one. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> am I drinking? <laughs> the soonest. You don't need to get drunk. Yeah, I'd be feeling good. I know. I was like, this is bad. This is, I I talk like that all the time. People make fun of me, but I don't care. Okay, so just, like the soonest, um, like the one concert. that just happened. No, because you're doing oh. back to basics. Yeah, we're doing back to basics because the last event we had was. Uh, more like entrepreneurially. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? <laughs> there we go. Entrepreneurially. Um, it was more based on like, basically what I saw is like all of these girls, they're super talented in so many ways, but it's not just enough to be talented. You also know have to know how to like uh, 
not sell yourself, but basically like be business. If not, like then you're never going to be able to like move further. And like, if you want to be a singer, that's great. But how are you going to get gigs? Like, you know, yeah. make, make it something. So we focused on that the last one. And then it was kind of like a whole lot of stuff. So this one, I really wanted to focus back on the girls and focus back on the music. There's still going to be vendors and there's still going to be, you know, like a bunch of other fun stuff. But I really want to focus on like women and women singing and like how many artists we have here in the valley that people don't know Mm -hmm. exist you know yeah so back to basics is going to be at grind coffee yes it's at grind coffee company in edinburgh uh it's on 107 and um the event starts at 8 p.m on the 29th of september so why a coffee shop to be honest i feel like First, I fell in love with coffee shops because I feel like a lot of different types of people that are trying to do something are Mm -hmm. at coffee shops, right? Like my boyfriend's worked at coffee shops for years and he's like, you meet the best people because you're either meeting students that are trying to get somewhere, you meet someone trying to start their own business, you meet someone that's like already made it but just wants to be around intellectuals. Like you just get people that want to be around people like them, you know, like doers, movers, you know, all those type of people. So I figured that First of all, I wanted to sing, so I was like, I was already in a punk band. You know, that was all school. Cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> I've been in two punk bands. What, is it like, like what kind, like, is it like? Like pop punk. Okay. Yeah, so it was more like, like shouty. Can we just like, uh, can we just share your whole, all these songs that you would do? <laughs> we can, I'll I'm send your biggest band right now. <laughs> so I was in the Follies two years ago, um, and then I quit last year to move to Austin. And then I was in Austin for a little bit, and then I came back and I joined Future Wives, and I literally just quit Future Wives, like maybe four months ago like four three months ago and um so but it wasn't singing it was more like you know like it was pop pop punk you know it was really fun and I got to like dress up and like be all crazy yeah but I kind of feel like I got it out of my system I feel like you're the coolest person right now thanks (laughs) oh my god you're gonna see my videos and you're gonna be like you're not cool I'm like fangirling I'm like I haven't even heard her but I'm like I'm not I'm not that good but I entertain I'm I'm an entertainer because I would like I would like I love like Lady Gaga and how she does all types of music so to me it was like okay well I'm doing pop punk I'm gonna wear the makeup I'm gonna do the hair I'm gonna find the outfits I'm gonna freaking be up there like rocking out like till the next day I'd have like oh my neck like that (laughs) but like I would invest you know what I mean because that's like it was really fun and I was flattered that somebody would let me be the lead singer of the band when I have like no experience whatsoever you know the song from D12 like I'm the lead singer of my band (laughs) band not band that's That's literally me (laughs) so you could you like changed a lot once you started mujer rgv yeah because you used to be a party girl yes well i feel like i changed a little bit before before like when i was living in austin i was still partying um and that's when i kind of realized that like I was kind of using alcohol to like get away from all my problems Mm -hmm. and I was like dude I've got to face these problems you know I have debt I have like I needed a goal like I didn't have a future in front of me and I was like it's because my money is going to alcohol or my money is going to dumb things and I should really be trying to save my money or you know doing something with myself especially because I'm like everybody thinks I'm real young but I'm about to be 29 in two days like I'm almost 30 yeah get it together you guys see her you guys would have never imagined that she's almost 30 i thought she was like my age and then she told me and i was like oh my everyone God. always thinks i'm younger but it's but i feel like it's because i'm like out there like barely trying to figure it out mm-hmm. and i think that that's because i was drinking i drank for so long 
that I was like, I don't need to figure it out. I don't need to figure it out. And then one day I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> You're like, shit, I should have gone. To, I'm about to be 30 and I haven't figured a dang thing yeah. out. So that's kind of what happened. Like in Austin, I was like, man, I really got to get it together. So I moved back down and I was just trying to like, OK, I'm going to try to do the things that I like. And if I don't like them, I'll move to something else and just, you know, slowly try to figure out what it is that I'm supposed to do with myself. Yeah, because you started drinking pretty young. I started drinking like probably before 16 around 16 really like heavy drinking <laughs> like heavy really i had a fake id yeah and it's because my friends were older mm-hmm. they were like either they were they had all just graduated from from high school when i was like a sophomore uh-huh. so you know i just like ran it they're really awesome people they're still like one of them is she's about to get married like i'm gonna be in her wedding you know what i mean like yeah. we're still super great friends but we would party real hard back in the day so they were older so they got me fake ids and we would like go go on party buses and like do all this crazy crazy stuff yeah. and i kind of I, I feel like i got it out of my system like throughout but, all these years yeah but it took a long time <laughs> like 12 years later yeah <laughs> I think I shouldn't quit. My liver says I gotta go. <laughs> Your doctor's yeah. like, you need to stop. Like, yeah, do please. I though? Do I know? But what about? I don't have two of those. I don't have two livers. Oh, those are kidneys. Oh, no shoot. <laughs> They're like, but can you fix it? <laughs> but can I buy another one? <laughs> I got a fake ID. <laughs> so you were sixteen. Like, what was that even like? I mean, I just like I've told you before. I I started drinking when I was twenty. <laughs> I mean, I, I yeah. feel like that's a lot I stole more my sister's reasonable. ID. Yeah, I stole my sister's ID. We look nothing alike. She looks like Filipino, Honestly, and I'm just like this little Mexican I feel Mexican like it doesn't potato. matter to people. Like, they're like, you're a girl. Come on in. You think so? Think Except so. for, like, suerte and thirsty. And like, oh, yeah, well, I, ne- I could never get in those. I feel like downtown, oh, man, y'all never even saw the old downtown. <laughs> like, old downtown was kind of crazy, where it was just getting started, and McCallum's really trying to push downtown. Uh, they were really trying to make it, like, a Sixth Street type mm-hmm. of situation, but maybe a little classier, I feel. Um, yeah, because Sixth Street is. Well, it's kind of turned into Sixth Street. But I feel I like think. Sixth Street is worse. Oh yeah, but so I've only so many. I've only gone to Sixth Street once, girl, and it was disgusting. It smelled like pee. I've had some bad times. I mean, I've had some good times, but most of them are bad times. Sixth Street <laughs> and is like, like and, a mo- and a lot of them I can't remember. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it's like people people fighting, people getting too wasted, people puking. Literally, like I've gotten in a fight with like a back then she was like a good friend of mine but it was because she was so drunk and like she was like trying to talk to the guy I was trying to talk to it was all dramatic and I was like this wouldn't have happened anywhere else because I, we were in 6th street and we were wasted like that did was, you hit her no she she came at me and I was like oh, girl <laughs> not today girl and oh, I yeah. like I was just like I just told someone like hey grab oh, her oh so you like, didn't get in a fight you said, no Aw. but it was it was about to happen like I felt <laughs> like I wanted to but I was like that's not o- that's not okay yeah, you know what like, I mean it's not today no. today's but not I today. have been in fights it's not have you they're all downtown see what i mean (laughs) i don't know i don't fight i'm like that person like okay so i'm surprised i haven't gotten hit yet because i'm that person that will be like move excuse me move and i push everybody out my way like i don't even like i don't even like try like kindly to to be like no i'm like move move, the the thing is like i've never i'm like that too but those are never people who have like tried to fight me i've always had just like crazy like my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend is mad Uh, that i exist like can't really (laughs) it was always like that like it was never like me like i don't like to fight i'm not a i'm not a fighter i'm a lover (laughs) 
Unless you're my boyfriend, then I'll fight with you all. But yeah. just, just verbally. Like, I've never fought. I Like, my sister has came and, like, came home and, like, at 3, 4 in the morning, like, like stocking. Because she was, like, it's, like, Halloween. So, like, she had stockings. Like, they're all ripped up. She has, like, bruises on her face yeah, and her arms. And I'm just, like. crazy out there. Yeah. Like, what have you fought about? Like, I've, so, tell me look, one time. Okay, so, like, I've, ne- I've never fought someone. It's always, like, someone has come and, like, attacked me oh, straight okay. up. Where, like, the next day I was, like, I think I should go to the police. Because that was kind of, like. <laughs> like for example um i was dating it was like my sophomore year in college and i came down from like from texas state because i was at texas state and um i was dating this guy and we had been dating for like seven months but before him i dated this guy for like years and i broke up with him because we i was super young i was like 16 17 my party phase and he wanted Living to get life, yeah. he wanted to get married because he was older than me oh what the heck? yeah and i was like oh like i'm not there right so we broke up and like it was an ugly breakup but eventually we were like cool and then he told me like oh i'm starting to date this girl and i heard lots of crazy things but i was like hey dude well if that makes you happy right yeah so like six seven months pass i'm dating this other guy already like i'm over here partying yeah. it's like my friend's birthday we're at it used to be bellini what this is right now it, what? Used, it used to be bellini and that's it was great. like the spot i don't know like old downtown i'm telling you like yeah mm. i'm an old fart damn and that's because i thought i was like very well like experienced downtown mm-hmm. i'm like but i feel like bellini stuck around for the longest like there was so many bars that were popping up left and right, but Bellini was like staying strong. And it wasn't until like, I don't know, like a year or two ago that it turned into tres, maybe even less. But before uh, it was just closed, no? For a few months, but before that oh, it was really? Bellini. It was open for years as Bellini. Yeah. And wow. that was like the place. Like you saw everybody there, everybody was there, but it was like, like quote, classy quote. <laughs> um, so it was like, like a classy what? place. Like people were. Mez started off as? Mm-hmm. Kind of like what Mez was. Okay. Like everybody was like decked out, like heels. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't get in if you weren't dressed yeah. a certain way. You know, uh, that for the people that don't like aren't from the valley, just Sorry. try to keep up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we've got like a whole different type of vibe out here. Like yeah. our our downtown area is like there's like some hood places. There's like some chill places. There's like some fresa places. There's yeah. like some hip hop places. There's like, it's just it's a mix all of kinds. everything. There's like, like six, that's different. Like when you go to sixth street in Austin, it's all like hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to find like a place where you can dance and stuff. If you go to West sixth, Ooh, the Dude, dancing is real. I, I'm bad at geography. I don't know where like North. So it's okay. Well, like sixth street is like that one area. And then if you cross the expressway, oh, there's fuck. another area. And then if you go North, by, by there's car. another area. By car, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just or you like get walking Uber. the street. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, you. It's a, it's a minute. You gotta tell that many me. Bars. Yeah, you gotta let me know. But maybe one day we'll go together. Okay, because those are fun. Yeah, like there's, you get like different styles of people at different places. Like other places are there's this rainy street on mm-hmm. six. Okay, is like all these old houses have been turned into bars. Oh, that's cool. And a lot of them used to have live music, but eventually, like that was. That, that was going on for a while and then slowly it's starting to become the new 6th Street. So you see a lot of college kids going there and then people are moving west. So like West Street, West 6th Street is more like classy, upscale. Everything's uh more than $10. You're not going to yeah. get wasted there. You're going to, well, some people do get wasted, uh-huh. but like it's going to be a price, it's yeah. going to be pricey to get wasted to keep it classier. There's yeah. just like different areas in Austin that you could like party That's at. That's cool. I'm uh, like, I've partied all over, I'm girl. Like, I'm going to go. This I'm like, I got to experience this. You do. got to like fun. mark this off my bucket list. List. it's really fun i i think like 
that I think that if I do drink again, like it should be like, oh, a special occasion. Like we're going to Austin yeah. or, or Vegas. Have you been to Vegas? Yes, I have. Oh, I, I didn't have a good experience. So I want to go back. You got to go with a bunch of girls. So I went with my family and they're like the best. Oh, yeah. like, they're like, but it, we oh, just yeah. had some like, um, like some health issues going on at that time. Oh. It just but, kind of. Plus occurred. also family Vegas is different than party Vegas. No, not my family. <laughs> my, well, it kind of depends on what you, where you at. Because I'm like this for a reason. <laughs> they made me this way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like my, my dad, he found out I do like Wasted Wednesday on, on Facebook Live. Did he join you? No, no, no. Aww. But he was like, and I told him, like trying to cover myself and like be like, I don't drink. I was like, well, I don't drink them all. Like I don't finish my drinks. Like sometimes I throw them off. Because like, I do sometimes. Like after yeah. I finish, like I throw them away. Like what am I going to do? Drink by myself. Like that's a little weird. <laughs> and he's like why would you throw the liquor you drink it and i was like but then i'm like i'm not gonna drink it yeah he's like like, you don't throw it away he's like you have to drink it and i was like what What? he's like if you're not gonna drink it all he's like don't even be putting liquor in your drink in your cup and i was like dang don't disrespect the liquor like that yeah he was super like hardcore and i was like that's hilarious okay so i was like done deal never again but i mean my dad was a heavy drinker yeah but but like i'll get into that that's another story yeah yeah before we get off this topic about you drinking when you were younger yeah do you regret it now honestly i regret how crazy i acted sometimes because that's my problem like i have real real good times but once in a while i'll drink too much and like i'll be nasty to people like just like not like i fucking hate you but more like um like rude to people that care about me and stuff like that so i was like man that's not somebody i want to be i uh-huh. have real good people in my life i never want to be rude to them but um besides regretting like that like if i've ever been like kind of rude to someone mm-hmm. or like maybe irresponsible um i i feel like i don't regret it because i don't think that i would have learned so many lessons about people about myself about the way the world works about like you know just lots of things if i hadn't like drank and done all the things that i've already done i guess for like i guess because underage drinking is a thing you know like it happens it's not like we we need to stop like lying to ourselves yeah what would you tell someone that's like starting to drink it like yeah. super young so i feel like it's important for you to trust the people that you're around if you're going to be drinking i i hope that you're not underage drinking because mm-hmm. honestly i feel like i got lucky that i didn't i didn't get into worse situations but i feel like i could have easily gotten into some yeah really i feel like situations. even when i was 20 um i'm not saying like even now i feel like i get myself in situations that i don't want to be in yeah you know i talked about in a few episodes ago i talked about when i was with a guy that i don't think i don't remember giving him consent to mm-hmm. hook up with me and i'm like i put myself that in that situation yeah. at 24 when i'm responsibly or when i think responsibly drinking when i'm fucking 15 yeah. 16 i'm not doing like i'm not thinking about those kinds of things so yeah it's important that if you are drinking at a young age like that you take it really really easy and that if you're not taking it easy then you need to like keep your eye out for who's around you and yeah i think i that's what i was saying like i got really lucky that even though i was around strangers sometimes nothing bad happened but Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of bad things could have happened yeah and i would hope that you know you're just like aware of your surroundings and if you don't know somebody super well then you shouldn't get wasted around them because you you can say like there's something called autopilot where if you like drink too much your body keeps going but your mind you like personally aren't there anymore so you just like do a bunch of dumb shit so it's important for you to like not get that way 
first of all, try not to get that way. And then if you are going to get that way, like make sure that you know the people that are around you or have someone like that you really, really trust. Like, I think that's why I got lucky because I have like my, my friend Erin, who's getting married, like we, her and I would get wasted a lot together. Mm -hmm. And I, but she had my back. Like she was one of those girls that's like, I don't care if like you're saying the sky is red and that bitch is saying the sky is blue. Like if you say it's red, it's fucking red because you got me and I got you. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's how it was. But I was lucky to have found someone like that. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have her, I feel like it would have been yeah, very it's differently. Like hard because like I had a friend that I thought I like could trust. I'm not saying he put like did anything i just like getting out of that friendship i realized like how toxic and how ugly it was yeah and like sometimes the alcohol makes it even worse yeah and we were always drinking like always and it just wasn't it wasn't good because we were both we were always getting ourselves in very dangerous situations yeah and looking back now i feel like i get it you try to have fun you want to enjoy yourself but one of you needs to be like okay this is wrong like because you both needed to be taking care of each other you know yeah people need to have like have a plan to get home yeah like who are you gonna call be honest with your parents like when i have gotten in like little trouble here and there like i could call my mom and be like hey mom i i did this it was real stupid i'm real wasted like come pick me up or you know what i mean like i feel like i could at least speak to her about it but i could never tell my dad so like you know if it's not a parent like someone like make sure you see and i feel like now I mean, here in the Valley, I, I, I can't stress this enough. Like people like from like our community, like they're, it's tough to talk to your parents about certain things. A hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, most sometimes like calling your mom or your dad, Hey, like I can't drive home. Like, isn't the easiest thing in the world. That's why I do use Lyft and Uber. Like, you know, I use those because like, okay, if I'm going to be drinking, I need to at least do it responsibly. For sure. And like, that's what I'm saying before. I'm never going to say like, I never like drove. Yeah. While me too. Like, I, like, it's, it's something sucks. that you regret very, very Definitely. much because imagine if like you had had a really bad night and you had messed not only your own life up, but like someone else's life. That's like really, really scary that I put myself in that position to like mess up somebody else's life. Like yeah. I just didn't care about yeah. anyone. And I you actually know? have friends that are serving time because they killed yeah, somebody it's while a real driving. thing people i just think people get buzzed and like don't think like oh I, I can get a little buzz and i can drive but it's like no that's that's literally it happens every day that yeah. people ruin their lives other people's yeah. lives like and that's literally people, what like, they said right mm-hmm. before they like drove off like i'm fine, I'm fine. yeah exactly so you're not nah if you feel if you're feeling real good feel good in an uber home yeah. you know what I mean? or lyft we don't have uber right do we have, yeah we have uber we, do have- we have uber uh I but know. I pr- I promote Lyft because I have a code. <laughs> Ooh, what's your code, girl? Borrachex. It's B O R R A C H. Dang, girl. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So if you guys want to get some money get, off of your lip, <laughs> get that coin, girl. <laughs> no, but yeah, I respect that a lot. So okay, so let's uh, come back. <laughs> no, I know we're getting really like super like heavy, but like yeah. we're, like I feel intense. Like when about- you when you've lived it, you know how important it is to like put it out there because it's like that that's important like you if, if you don't care about your life like that really sucks i hope that you do but if you don't at least care about others around yeah. you you know what i mean like exactly. you never know who's grandma who's mom who's sister who's like uncle who's brother yeah. whose son is out there that you're gonna hurt if you yeah, drink definitely. and drive yeah exactly so just be responsible guys so 
you okay we're gonna be talking about her drinking this whole time okay <laughs> no so you you stopped drinking because you have um what is it called endometriosis yeah so i, I mean it's a lot of things i have something called endometriosis um where my uterus it's a real it's a real complicated story but yeah, my yeah. uterus doesn't like uh alcohol. i'm sorry can do you mind oh no about? i don't mind i, I just like <laughs> yeah like, I'm fine. Eh. sometimes i feel like i talk about it too much she's I'm like, like i'm gonna people. have a presentation <laughs> here let me let me show you i've i've gone i've drawn out a uterus for you um i mean it's a complicated thing that i have but basically it doesn't like my uterus doesn't like a lot of things it makes what I have, it gets worse when I drink alcohol. It gets worse when mm-hmm. I eat a lot of meat. It gets worse when I have dairy. So, like, all of these things affect me personally, mm-hmm. uh, like, physically and emotionally. Yeah. Also, because um, alcohol, like, makes me depressed, too. Like, the next day I get really sad. It's really weird. So, I feel like there's a lot of things. That's but- why you're also, like, okay, it's not going to... It's not good for me. So like, unless I, it's like a good, okay, like to put myself through that. Okay. Yes. So like endometriosis is a part of it. And then also like my, like emotions are a part of it. And then like how much I care about the people around me. I was like, dude, I don't want to mess. Like I I have a great boyfriend. He's Mm -hmm. really amazing. I don't want to mess that up. You know what I mean? So I feel like slowly I was like, Hey, maybe the, the people before him, like, did not maybe you didn't cherish them as much as you cherished this, but like. I'm willing to not drink alcohol so that like my relationship can stay healthy. You yeah. know what I mean? I think so it's like all those things. So it's like affected, it's not just affected you in one aspect. It's kind no, of No, like, it's affected me in a lot of different ways. So yeah. I feel like it was just time for me to be like, and yeah. that's like the only thing you've taken out of your like daily like life or like, um, I mean, I try not to eat meat that much anymore. Um, but like, like a hundred percent taken out of my life. That's been the one thing. So how did you even like know that you had this? endometriosis yeah um when i was like 23 well i've endometriosis is like basically the worst cramps that you could get and you like over over bleed sorry no no TMI. no 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 but there, um, there is no so TMI it's here. like the like you have cramps and like body pain so bad that like you can't move you can't think like like i've had like suicidal thoughts because of how bad my cramps have been like i've ended up in the emergency room like i've you know they've had to give me like crazy crazy meds so that i can just calm down from like how badly i've been in pain Uh so i feel like when i partied heavily i like realized that a lot more but um i had i've had crazy crazy cramps since i was 13 really really bad and then when i was 23 so like 10 years later my mom um got diagnosed with endometriosis and they were like hey it's very hereditary and as soon as they told her she called me and she was like hey come to the doctor I think this is something that you have too my mom was about to go through menopause so she found out that she had it freaking 30 years later yeah nothing no one ever told her nothing ever happened um but she she didn't get this crazy like she got it pretty bad but honestly she she just thought that that was just like the way periods go okay and so as soon as she was told that it wasn't normal she called me and I went to the doctor and he was like well I mean, to know 100% for sure, we'd have to go in there and check it out, but there's nothing we can do. There's no cure. So you most likely have it, but let's not spend money on like really figuring it out because there's nothing we can do anyways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's how I found out through like my mom and my mom also So you it. never got to, like you never tried like, to find out. Like I've never out. had You're surgery just like, or anything like you that. You just know. It, you just- I just know. And honestly, like I just read a lot about it and a lot of people were saying like alcohol affects it, all these other things affect it. So I was like, okay, I got to be smarter about it then. Do you feel, and I've been better. Yeah. Okay. That was my next question. Like, do you feel like it's like changed after you've taken these things out? A hundred percent it's changed. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. 
me and Derry really, really also like when my when my time is coming, I also step away from them. Um, but like five months ago, I was like in bed dying, like not I couldn't go to work. I couldn't think like I couldn't like literally I would just I literally would say like I want to die. Like this is so, so bad. Like I would cry like to the point where I had no more tears. Like I would just be dehydrated and like dying and there was nothing like I couldn't drink water. I couldn't eat like it was that bad. And now like I still get pretty bad, but nowhere near as close, nowhere near as close where I, I still I can still go to work. I've never been able to go to work on like my period. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's been crazy. So now I like go to work and like I'm not in the best mood because I'm also in pain, but I'm there and like yeah. that's that's a first. Oh, wow. That, that's so crazy. Oh my God. I freaking had a question and I went blank. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're was fine. it about? It was still, it was still about this, but um, so you went 13 to 23, like not knowing a thing. Not knowing anything. And yeah. so do you feel like your body intensified or like changed throughout the, or were you going to keep going through your life thinking this was normal? Yeah, I was going to go through my life just like, well, honestly, I, I had been searching around like some things. But yeah, I was basically going to go just think yeah, like cause this is how I live my life. I feel now. like as you get older, your body is changing because like TMI, guys. <laughs> I'm this like, is all TMI. I know. Yeah, today. that's what I, was, <laughs> I always say TMI. But I'm like, is it really TMI when my whole yeah. podcast is exactly. super like you're here for it? Yeah. If you're this not here what, for it, what you doing? I know. What you doing? <laughs> so I feel like my body has been changing like with even the, within like the last six months like my cramps are different my body hurts differently I bleed differently yeah. like it's like I what I'm I'm 24 my like it just has changed so dramatically and it's a lot of things like so I've been on birth control mm-hmm. I recently got off of it maybe like three four months ago and I feel like that changed my body so much and nobody realizes like how much shit you have to go through. So it's, yeah, birth control. I tried birth control too after for it, that. It didn't help. It made it worse. Yeah, yeah. I feel like birth- some some people do get help from birth control, but I feel like it's like one in a million. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I don't think I have endometriosis. I I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go check yeah. it out. Talk talk to your doctor because I don't think mine mine's so bad. But like I said, my body has been changing. So this last month was the first like worst painful cramps ever yeah like I don't get cramps this was my first Lucky. month no this was the first month I ever got cramps oh. and I was like in my house screaming yeah, you die. yes you want to die you're like, in pain and nobody understands and exactly and it's everyone's fault yeah. <laughs> it's like who did this to yeah. me yeah. I don't just I'm a good person I don't deserve yeah. any of yeah this. and the week before okay so I have back aches those are normal for me so the week before I was like I was like on the couch and I was like crying because I was like, why does this hurt so much? Because before, the, yeah, they would hurt, but it was nothing that I couldn't like deal with. Yeah. And like, I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm like, my body's changing. Yeah. Well, I think there's this in your 20s. I'm going to go real like this is all my opinion. None mm. of this is like, this yeah, is all, like my just research, FYI, my thing. guys, um, we are not we doctors. Are, just in case you haven't realized. Yeah. Like, we're not doctors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, a, uh, like I'm an alcoholic yeah. and she's like trying to figure <laughs> her know. life out. So don't trust we, us. Yeah. We're just this. This is all opinions. Yeah. These are all experiences and opinions of exactly. our own. Uh-huh. I'm, um, I'm, I'm trying to get y'all some gynecologists yeah. some doctors on here. So sure. wait it out. Guys. Yeah. yeah. You will. You will. We'll, we'll okay. talk to some peeps. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I 
think like as you get older in your 20s like your body wants children your body that's what you're I don't think mine does like well my I personally don't want children I don't think my body wants children but I think that this thing happens where like your body starts changing because it like that's what's expected of this body mm-hmm. right like if you're looking at it just as a body sake not I'm, I'm not saying like what your, you and yeah. your in your mind and your soul and all your other religious like beliefs are expecting of you i mean like physically your body it has a uterus and it, it has yeah, a uterus so that you have this. a baby mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i think what happens is in your 20s like your body is just like preparing for it more and more and more and like though if you don't have babies i think that sometimes it gets worse because your body's like like I'm not like this isn't how I'm supposed to be like right now I thought that I'd have like two kids by now and your hips would be a lot like wider and things would have already changed you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so I think that like as you go through your 20s and you don't have children I think your body kind of like hates you a little bit for a little while and then you get menopause and then it's over (laughs) and then you die and then you die (laughs) life but I really think that's what's happening so I'm like okay I'm reaching I'm like 29 pretty soon like my body hates me yeah my body's like we're at a childhood and and i'm still mentally like no i, like, to, I, I don't know what, what those are at. what children no thank you but yeah. i think that's what happens when you're like i mean maybe i mean maybe i haven't Opinion. really compared my, yeah i haven't compared myself to my like family or anything because like my sisters all had kids like my like the yeah. oldest any of my oh. sisters have kids are she's like 25 like yeah. I'm, I'm getting there I'm, all of all of my cousins everyone i know that's my age even younger cousins older cousins they all have kids me and there's like one more cousin and we're the only ones that have yeah like kids. i'm the yeah. unicorn in the family like i don't have a husband i don't have they're don't like have... oh what's wrong with you yeah i'm like i just don't want to get yeah mm-hmm. i fucking hate it yeah. and sometimes like are you into girls i'm like why is that your no. like go-to yeah. like why is that like the escape i mean route? there's nothing wrong with being into yeah, girls definitely but... not but don't just assume because yeah. someone doesn't want to get married or dating i always like, just have to explain to people like everybody has their own journey and my journey like i have a lot to do before i even consider children like i have to be financially stable i have to be like mentally stable yeah. I, like there's so many things i've got to figure Definitely. out before i can bring a child in just because my my mom was super young when she had my brother and i and they had a really hard times we were super super poor all my life and i'm like that was a hard time not just on me but on them too like mm-hmm. it was so stressful and you know they fought they fought a lot eventually my parents got divorced and i think that a big reason was because they were so young to be trying to like be responsible for other little human beings when they weren't even responsible themselves so i'm like i got a lot to do before i can like i feel like um like the older generation expects us to get married and then as latinos oh like you are expected to get married like where are the grandkids yeah like it's crazy and I like I'm telling you like we're like unicorns like we are so like we're old wait till you're 29 and you haven't had kids they're like what do you what do you mean yeah. what do you do with your day yeah, they're like confused I'm like, like they think oh. I'm gonna be the tia that just like comes and gives kids yeah. like gives like the nieces and nephews like gifts and like mm-hmm. that's all I'm here for like, like I mean I'll think about kids but not yet like I got a lot of like things. I think about it I'm not saying like they're the worst thing in the world but they're not the best thing in the world yeah. <laughs> I have a cat and she's a lot so. I don't even have oh my god I was talking to my best friend and I was she has like a dog and a cat she just got a cat like she's just this little kitten and she was she just got it and I was like I was there at her house and I was like I was like I think I wanted a dog and she's like I don't think you should and I was like why she's like 
she's like you just got a lot of shit going it might die yeah, and i was i like, feel like dogs are a lot more dependent on you to oh, be honest but i love dogs i mean i love that's dogs, what she told me to have one she told me she was like get a cat she's like if you're gonna get an animal mm-hmm. she's like it's self-sufficient like it'll do its own yeah. thing by itself like, e- even with a cat like i don't i'm sorry if you can hear her meowing i, I love her but she like you know she'll be real crazy trying to like hit the mic and, and yeah g- grab wires and stuff but um she still like even now how busy i am is hard for me because when i get home she's like i've been here all day and i want to mess with you like she wants to play and like i haven't been here all day and it makes me sad so like dogs are even more work than that they're super dependent on you they get sad really fast so i just think it's like a big old responsibility even a cat right now is like a lot of responsibility we I have a lot of dogs, but like with my parents, like yeah, with my parents, like people can take care of them. Yeah, exactly. So, and yeah. I think about it, like I, I like live alone. Take that out. I don't, I don't put my safety out there. I don't put my live, my living situation yeah. out there. No. So like, you're, I'm, de- you're independent. A yeah. Lot of the time, so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just think like, okay, this dog, like I'm going to try to like put it in a kennel sometimes. Like, so it's not just out. So then I'm like, it's going to be by itself a lot of the time. Like, because I rarely get home. Like I haven't been home since like 1 PM today. And even before that I was at work, I work right next door to my house. You know what I mean? Like, so like, when am I going to see this animal? Mm-hmm. Like never. Like, yeah. I feel bad when people leave their pets alone a lot. So it's definitely not a great idea to not. Yeah, so like, I'm like, maybe I'll get a fish. Like, yeah maybe if i can keep that alive around if i can keep that alive it's just a miracle like oh my um, god i, I can have saw, kids now when you, when you walk in there's a plant that's dying oh my god no they got me a cactus and i haven't watered it since they gave it to me like i didn't even like yeah. they're like put ice at least like a week once a week and i was like okay i'll do that like how hard can that be i've, I've had it for like a month no when you've got so many things going on when you're trying to do like when you're trying to have a job and also do make a hobby and also try to make something of yourself on the side like it's just there's a lot to be it's done so hard. like plants plants are the least um, like of my worries so yeah like definitely. whatever dude you should have my boyfriend it doesn't even remind like, me it needs food can- yeah <laughs> or like exactly. water at least my cat like meows at me until yeah. i feed her well i just feed her every morning i feed her as soon as i get home and then i feed her at night I'm if like, i okay. can't have a plant because it doesn't tell me then a fish is definitely gonna die too yeah just take it easy right now <laughs> just try to survive yeah. it's like you just do try you to- just do you <laughs> eventually eventually don't try to live my life i don't know what i'm doing either (laughs) well i mean at 24 i i wouldn't even dreamt of having anything like mm, i'm getting better you see and when i was like 17 i was like by 24 i'm gonna be living on my own be paying all my bills i'm gonna have this kind of house and i'm just like yeah (laughs) you're stupid i know you're like 20 years old again (laughs) you were dumb yeah silly silly yeah like I was like, why did you even think that was going to happen? Like now I'm like, okay. Cause I remember thinking by 25, I'm going to have kids and be married and I'm 24. I'm like, I don't even want that. Like yeah. maybe I could have a boyfriend and I get married, but I don't want kids. Yeah. And I wouldn't get married right now either. Yeah. That's it's too all, much responsibility. I like, feel like even whether you do, or you don't like, I feel like so many people pressure themselves to figure yeah. it out. It's like, who, if you find the right person, you're going to want to get married. Exactly. If you don't find the right person, then you do you all by yourself. And there's nothing. And when I was that. like 16, 17, I had like this timeline. I'm like, I'm going to date, I'm going to date a person for this long. We're going to be engaged for this long. We're going to get married and then we're going to wait and then have kids. And now I'm like, mm. I mean, I'm glad that you're not feeling like that anymore because I feel like a lot of people that think like that now where they're like married and with kids and they sit there and they're like who am i mm-hmm. and then they're left to figure out who they are when they have like kids around and things to do and like yeah. they don't have 
time to figure it out you know yeah. what I mean? but if you guys have kids like congrats yeah for sure yeah i like, think like it's amazing and i think it's a beautiful thing and i think sometimes the kids themselves help you figure out who you are definitely. and sometimes you are like a mom you know what i mean sometimes yeah. that's like in you but i feel like that's not me right now <laughs> yeah so. i like how we started talking about kids like i always end up talking about kids i'm like i don't want them don't get them but, i mean i think like like I think about how long I've been with my boyfriend I do think like do I want a kid with him I think that would be cool eventually I think it'd be really awesome yeah. but but if we don't because also because I have endometriosis I might not be able to have kids okay. so I've been very very like ever since I like started learning about endometriosis I was like hey there's a possibility that I won't have kids you know what I mean yeah. and I've just had to be okay with that and been you know and I tell like whoever I'm dating like hey you know that's a thing like if you're really interested in having kids like there's gonna have to be other options that's or, a little, like hard you know I mean? because like I've I've talked to my same friend same friend with the dogs she <laughs> we like talked about it and we're like like we want to like I feel like maybe we're like at that age where it's like okay do we want to have a family like like I said I don't have a boyfriend or anything but I'm at an age where that I need to start worrying about that, you know? And I'm like, okay, I need to figure out like, am I like, I guess like fertile enough. I was, I was hearing a podcast on fertility and there's like, no, like you are fertile. You're not. Cause it's like, you have different times. You have different like levels of egg. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's like this crazy, like math. Stuff. Yeah. Like your cycle. <laughs> yeah. So it just depends. But I was like, I want to get checked out because I at least want to know if I have an option, mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's tough to know, like, there's more of a chance that you can't and then you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's, like, scary. And that's why I'm like, maybe I should get checked out for everything. I mean, I feel like if, I feel like there's been plenty of people who have been told that they can't have kids and then they end and up then, having like, kids. It's like, America like I have baby. a cousin like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. That she, she also, I, I believe she had endometriosis. She was never diagnosed. But, like, from what I saw growing up, I was like, you definitely had endometriosis, girl. But she had two kids. And then she has nothing now. Like, I feel like it. And you're like, away. and this is where my I'm research like, is backed up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because she feels, I remember when we were younger, she would go to the hospital every month and get shots in her back because that's how bad her cramps were. Oh, my but she God. Couldn't, she couldn't wear clothes. Like, it was... It was terrible. I think I, we just need to like research more on endometriosis and have sure. a whole episode just on if, that. I, I really firmly believe that if men had endometriosis, we would have already found the cure. <laughs> but since it doesn't affect them. Yeah, I'm like, don't even get me started on okay, men. Because if we were, because you know how we were talking about birth control? <laughs> there was like yeah. a study. They were trying to get birth, men like birth control and it backfired because they were too emotional. Like they were like, and I was like, get on the fucking bus, I dude. Know. Like, welcome. Oh, so when I was on birth control, I had, I don't know if they were like suicidal thoughts, but it was crazy. Yeah, I was depressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was depressed and I was like super paranoid. There was like a time where I was like talking to somebody and I've talked about it. Like he works with me and I was talking to him and um, like we were like, I wanted to date him and everything. And then it, it like, I started like being super paranoid and I was like, what if he's only dating me for like my dad's money and then like Whoa. yeah and I was like yeah. what if he is talking to that waiter and they're like laughing at me and like think oh it was gosh. just like a crazy yeah. paranoid like it was like paranoia like it was so crazy and honestly like, people like I feel like men will never understand how hormones affect you mind body and soul yeah it's a really really crazy thing to navigate like birth control or like your cycle and all this stuff so it's yeah. just like 
And then it's not even like, here's, here's like a pill and just take it. Like mm-hmm. you have to try so many pills to find so one that pills. slightly works better than all of them. Than yeah. the other one. Yeah. It's t- there. Honestly, I personally think that if you've got a really bad situation and a birth control works for you, like the first one or the second one works badass, but I've tried a few and I was just like, dude, this is too much on me, on my, on my wallet, on my body. Like I would yeah. sweat like crazy. When I was on birth control, I had like this crazy, like anger, all like my hormones were like out of yeah, like out of whack yeah it was, it was so bad but i i'm that person that never fights with my dad like he can yell at me and i'll just sit there and be like okay you'll get over it whatever and not, i not it, on your birth control yeah not on my birth control it was like it was like we were always arguing every single day and then i would cry because i was like how can he talk to me like that and like it was so bad and then i stopped differently and then like two days after like like even just that, like even two days after, like not like all of the chemicals weren't even out of my body, but I was just like, Hey, like, I love you. And I was like back to normal. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I really hate when people, um, cause there's a lot of people, I'm not just gonna say men. Cause sometimes people are like, what are you PMSing when you're like mad? And it's like, no, I have a right to be mad. But sometimes hormones do just like make everything like a bigger, yeah, like a bigger issue, like a bigger yeah. problem. Like if you're sad, you're really, really sad. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, be careful with the birth control. And I personally think like, if you're going to put it in your body, like research it, like, mm-hmm. like Google, start with Google and then just like go and see who's, who said what about it. Or, you know what I mean? Cause I think a lot of people just go to the doctor, take something like, Oh, well it should work. Yeah. But it's like, you never know. Yeah. Because even when I went, like when I went to go get my birth control for the first time, and it was like at like like the university clinic, like not here and not here in the valley, but I was in Houston and it sucked. She literally like came in. She was like, what do you need or what are you here for? And I was like, OK, like I wanted to like see if I could get birth control. Like, how was that going to work? And then she's like, here, try this one. Yeah. I was like, but you don't know like anything about me. Yeah, that's like, the, that's the thing. Like a lot of times these pharmaceutical reps, they go and they wine and dine doctors and it's like, hey, push this one, push this one. Yeah. And like whoever, you know, connects just like in any other place. You know what I mean? Like you're going to hook your friend up. You're going to like, you know what I mean? Like those kind of things happen everywhere. So I just feel like like I've had issues where I like was depressed for a long time and I went into uh like I went to my gynecologist and I was like, Hey, I've been having these feelings, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, uh, where, like, he asked me questions about my life and I was about to graduate from Mm -hmm. college. And I was kind of like, Oh, well, yeah, that's a big deal to me. But my depression was so crazy because there was nothing wrong with my life. Like I was in a happy relationship. Like my, I was getting along with my parents. Well, you know, things were going good. I was like, I had a job and all this stuff. Um, but my depression was out of hand. So, you know, I was like, okay, I need help. And he was literally like, oh no, you just have OCD and like, you need to get over it. And he, I like left crying. I was like, what dude? But he didn't care. He didn't care about like what was really going on with me. He was like, I don't see anything that I can actually do or benefit from this. So get out of my face. And then eventually I found a therapist and she was like, dude, no, your hormones are crazy. And we've got to like, start get you talking about this and that. And like, you know, doc, doc, and I'm not saying doctors don't know anything. There's plenty of really amazing doctors, but you just have to like find fit. one that is like, yeah, shop around, yeah. find someone that cares, um, get like some, or I think my, like my mentality is like, who are my friends going to, who are their moms going to mm-hmm. like, you know, find someone that's like, Oh, I've been going to them for a while and then, yeah. and they care. And so I feel like that's the best way to find yeah. somebody. Who and I was, um, 
I'm always like, there's research, but I never have the article next. Uh, I will start actually like, uh, what's it called? Um, citing my sources guys, but there is research that's like women doctors are more like trying to like understand you better. Like, so you get more like you get taken care of better when you go to a female doctor. Oh, I'm not saying like, uh, male doctors like aren't aren't good but like female doctors like actually try and connect with you and try yeah. to understand what's actually going on so They're like more empathetic exactly just like yeah so uh, yeah so i have female doctors and that's what like i go to i don't know I, and i first at first i thought it was like because i'm i'm a female you know i just feel more like connected to them but no like it's just i've like my male doctors were always like you have this and here's that and i'm like what like yeah explain to me trying to like Mm -hmm. yeah you don't even like explain it to me in like my like words like i don't know what that means so well i just think like humans are complex and i feel like if you're just like seeing everything black and white and i feel like a lot of men try to problem solve that way and there's nothing wrong with it that's how you get a lot of great things happen by men um but like i feel like when it comes to like medicine and when it comes to human beings like nothing is black and white so yeah. it shouldn't just be like oh it looks like this it look you have this you mm-hmm. know what i mean it should be like well what's going on with you and like what have you been feeling and you know do you have like any other mental situations going on you know what i mean there there should be more questions asked for yeah sure okay there was like a bunch of stuff that i wanted to talk to you about but i don't even think we're gonna have time for it I'm so sorry. I, okay. I like we like went crazy on this yeah. like these girl like stuff. What time did we start? Fifty two minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're gonna cool. have a second part. No, we have I to so. I because so. I feel like mine, mine and your stories like align a lot, especially with like our parents. We were talking about like how our dads would drink mm-hmm. pretty often, and that was something I wanted to touch base on. Yeah. Um, but should we and or should we wait? And do a second part. It's your call. I mean, I have time. Okay. So. (laughs) Cut this into two. Yeah. We're going to keep going, guys. You're welcome. No, it's because I really wanted to talk about this. I know we started off with the drinking and then we went into. (laughs) Sorry. No, no, no. We've got lots of thoughts about things. We really do. But I wanted, like, I am constantly talking and promoting about drinking. And I never talk about, like, the bad parts. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. We're always like, oh, it's so fun. Or, like, but. Sometimes it's not. And that's why I really wanted to talk about like the drinking and driving, like drinking too much. But growing up, my dad wasn't like an alcoholic, but he wasn't far from it. You know, yeah. like, he was always drinking with like with his friends or without his friends. He, I remember when I was like at a private school, um, like it was all Christian and it was like and they were like, OK, draw like what your like what your parents love to do. And I was like, OK, great. So I drew my mom shopping and like she had all these bags because like back in the day, my mom would take a shopping every single weekend. Nice. And yeah. And like, so I was like, yeah, she loves to shop. And they're like, OK, so draw your dad or whatever. I was like, OK, I drew my dad at a bar, at a bar with like a little tequila shot and the lime and the salt oh and everything. Gosh. And my teacher That's, was like, whoa. OK, can I have this? And they called my mom and was like, OK, like so problems. Yeah. They automatically thought they were problems. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. So um, it was just like I just always saw my dad drinking and there was one time that I'll never forget he and my mom were fighting over money and that's like the biggest like that's like number one fights in every freaking relationship and they were fighting about money but my dad had been drinking so the fight got so like like it escalated so quickly that they were like throwing things at each other oh my gosh yeah and I remember my mom got so mad and she like, like try to like 
I not like punched the wall, but like she got so pissed off that she just like opened her arms and was like, what the fuck? Like, and at that moment she like hit herself on her hand, like she hit her hand against the wall. And at that moment, my dad like, like leaves, slams the door, like, like, like the frames fall off the wall. And my mom just starts crying and crying and like, and I had never seen my mom cry in my life, like ever. And like I said, my parents have a business. So like our restaurant, like our, it's a restaurant, like our restaurant's connected to our house. Mm -hmm. So my dad like went outside and went to the restaurant to drink, you know? And so my mom's like crying and me and my sisters are upstairs, like trying to figure out like, what the heck do we do? And so then we like go downstairs, like, let's go and comfort her. Let's see what's going on. Her hand from that like hit was already like bruised up, swollen. And she was crying and she was like, it's cause he doesn't even care about me. Like he's making me like, it was just all of these things. Like, and she was just like pouring it out onto us, I guess, because like, what else is she supposed to do at this point? You know, She's, she's gone through so much. Yeah. And we, I was like, what, like seven. And me and my sisters walked over to the restaurant in our PJs and we're like, Hey, our mom's crying. She's, she has like a, like a swollen hand. Like you need to go check on her. And that was like the last time I saw my dad like drink. He like went over there, there to her cause she had never cried. He went over to her. She was like in bed crying and he like got on his, like his knees and was like trying to hold her mm-hmm. and like, it was just like crying with her. And he was like, please like, don't like, don't feel like this. And then after that, like he'll drink here and there, but never that bad. Never get drunk. And so, yeah, it was just like, Aww. it's a lot. Like, so that's why they're always so like, don't drink, don't drink a lot because mm-hmm. there's, so, I guess they're both so traumatized of what, yeah, like the sure. bad parts. About how, how much it can affect you like emotionally. So my parents, um, my mom hardly drank growing up. She drinks a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Um, but growing up, my mom never drank, but my dad, uh, my grandpa was an alcoholic. So my grandpa didn't have a job for a long time. My dad, like my dad tells me stories of like when he was little he never had shoes like they were in Reynosa and Mm -hmm. you know my to make to get a little food on the table my grandma would make tortillas and they would sell tortillas on the streets with like no shoes on their feet you know what I mean because my my grandpa like you know I I loved him very very much when he was a lot older and I think he got a lot sweeter and he realized like people were important but I think for a lot of his life he was an alcoholic and he didn't really care about anyone and so my dad saw that and I guess like kind of emulated that as well like when I was really really little I don't really remember it too much but my brother does remember it a lot that my dad was like he would drink a lot he would party a lot and he would get violent Mm -hmm. like towards my mom yeah so I I don't remember it super super like a lot but I do remember kind of feeling like I remember feelings like I remember being scared of my like my I could just hear voices Mm -hmm. like shouting yelling things being thrown and um it wasn't till like I was a little bit older that I realized that it was because my dad drank and and he just couldn't handle drinking yeah it would really like make him and my mom bump heads but he gave up alcohol um and he's been like I mean he was sober for like 15 years or something like that and then when my parents divorced he like fell like in like into alcohol again because he was really really sad but I did see my dad like go from like a very calm dude to like this crazy like you know alcohol really affects him and I feel like it really affected my grandpa so I feel like when people say alcoholism runs in the family it's not that like I think it's also like the fact that you can get hooked on alcohol but it's also like if your body can't 
metabolize it like you, it can really affect the way you treat people and it can really affect like your anger and, and i also feel like so much more crazy yeah. i also feel like if you see like oh like your you're like your your parents that's how they're coping with certain situations that's that starts like that becomes your coping mechanism like okay like that's how that's how they handle that situation that's how i'm gonna handle yeah. it so maybe it's not like genetics like you know like it's not like passed down but you see those things and that's how it's passed down to you or i think like with my parting it was like subconscious like i didn't really know what my dad had gone through yeah um when his party phases and all that stuff and it's not till like recently that he tells me like all i wanted to do was go out and get drunk and like you know feel better about myself like out there and i was like dang that's why i did it and i didn't know that that's because my dad never like talked to me about drinking he was just like don't do it don't do it don't do it you know but i did it anyways because but i like slowly realized like oh man it was just like it was how he coped and i started coping like that too and it's not the healthiest way for our personalities and our ways you know what i mean but i feel like plenty of people drink and are okay yeah it just kind of like if you drink and you feel like it's causing problems here and there then maybe maybe drinking isn't for you you know you just gotta like see it like make make sure it's not affecting people in your life because obviously it affected my parents and it affected my grandparents and like i would not want to be the person affecting my relationship because of that you know yeah my uncle was also he was like an alcoholic he would drink every single day was always drunk and i know he like him drinking made him so ugly towards my grandma which is his mom to the point where like if she needed money he was like no like i don't have anything for you like but he would use it on alcohol dude for real um i i mean there was a person in one of my bands like i'm not gonna say who they are yeah but um i quit the band because of them like Mm -hmm. one one of the bands like they were so mean they were just mean people and they weren't concerned with anyone and they were just like drunk all the time and it was just kind of like we had a good thing going and you don't realize that like you and the way that you are when you drink like ruined something like really awesome yeah. you know I just feel like it happens to a lot of people and i i feel like everyone around is like how do we help them like how do we tell them that they're drinking too much and it's like you can tell i feel like i've told plenty of people like i think you're drinking too, not plenty of people but like when it's a real thing i'm like hey i think it's a little much and then i ended up that because it doesn't matter what you say like if they feel like they're okay or if they want to do whatever you exactly. know you can't change someone like mm-hmm. they have to like learn their lessons and if they're going to be drinking forever then that's maybe how they're going to be but like you can't change someone you know yeah but it's it's so unfortunate that like people don't realize how much their personality changes when they like drink and they drink heavily and like it affects everyone around them it's crazy yeah it really does i i wanted to bring up that topic just because like i said we're i'm always like talking about drinking i'm always like promoting a good time there's i feel like if you're a happy person Mm -hmm. when you drink badass and you have a good time there's if you're drinking to have fun and to go out there and to do things and to like be you know be one with people like that's cool but i feel like if you're drinking because you're sad or if you're drinking because you're lonely if you're drinking because there's something wrong because you're hiding something or if you're drinking because of like 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 a situation or a problem like understand that there's other ways you can get through them and like alcohol shouldn't be alcohol not only like well just mask it but sometimes it makes it worse because like if you're putting in like like if you're calling it a meter say like 
you're feeling really, really bad about yourself. And then you go and drink a whole lot and you, 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 you get, you're getting high. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, you're getting to a certain point where like your happiness is very high, but as soon as you're not drunk anymore, then that low is going to be even lower because you went so high. You know what I mean? So I feel like people forget that that's how it works. Like if you're drinking that much, because you're sad and you feel like fake happy like when you feel regular you're gonna feel like even yeah. worse because all of the it's like dopamine or something yeah like you all your dopamine's gone and you don't you're not producing it anymore or something like that <laughs> not sign i'm not a scientist again we're gonna cite it next, uh, mo- <laughs> next episode but like yeah but it, it does yeah it does affect you and like how like you're only gonna get sadder if you're drinking sad you know what i mean yeah so it's crazy yeah. seems thank you uh, thank you for having me yeah i really appreciate it i think it's so cool that you podcast um i'm excited to hear more of your podcast thank you for thinking i'm important enough <laughs> to talk to you <laughs> no no, no. Like, yeah you're super cool uh, i love you thanks i love you <laughs> okay but time. so is there anything that you would want to promote um, um follow me uh i am the rgv seams on instagram and i also have a blog it's called the rgv mm-hmm. it's just like basically me talking about uh my life uh food blogging uh i want to blog more about art and just like what's going on in our community whether it's like music or art or events whatever like i just like to do all of it i really like to support local so if you follow me on instagram or on facebook just as seems fuentes, seems fuentes or on my blog that's what you'll get like i love the valley i love supporting one another I think it's really, really important to support the people that you see in front of you opening up places, businesses, mom and pop shops. I think that's really, really important. So that's something I really stand for. So if you follow me on all those things, you'll see just a bunch of like local stuff, McAllen, Mission, Edinburgh, all that cool, all that cool jazz. Yeah. (laughs) Is there anywhere they can find the Mujer RGV events? So the Mujer RGV events, um, you can follow Mujer RGV on Facebook, uh, Mujer space rgv no oh, i was like what <laughs> i was like she and stopped then, talking uh, yeah i was like what is it and then also mukhead rgv on instagram as well you'll be able to see like all the things we're doing mukhead rgv on instagram is a lot of like also um like trying to be inspirational just like keep keep it going keep it happy like mm-hmm. just women supporting women is really important i think in our community because sometimes people think like women aren't supportive of each other and i think that's a false pretense so mukhead rgv is just about like supporting each other like helping you get through your journey helping you get through your journey together and we do have events every month um so our next one is the 29th of september and then we'll have one in october we'll have one in november we've had one every month since we started in March. So I really hope you guys follow Mukhara GV because I think it's it's a really awesome thing that's happening. Okay. So that's, those are cool. the things I've got going on. Okay. Thanks guys for listening. You guys already know all of my handles and websites will be in the description. So if you guys want to hit me up, you guys know where. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Okay. Thanks for having me, girl. Of course. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.